Here's what you missed on the last episode of Colony Confidential. So here's what we're going to do at Colony Confidential. What are we going to do? We're going to brand baseball bats, shovels, and pointy shoes. Because the future of pest control is that. <laughs> and we'll start selling them in California first. Okay. I'm, I'm deep for that. You want me to run out there and sell a few thousand? Easily. I'm concerned that the shovels will be used to dig under that illustrious wall. There's a couple of different things that NPMA brought to the attention and they wanted us all to speak to our, our happy ending government officials. There's uh they call it the Smash Act and it's basic <laughs> it's strengthening mosquito abatement for safety and health act. And it's basically it extends the CDC grants for mosquito mosquito control programs, including emerging mosquito borne diseases and improving existing control programs. It also requires a government accountability office report on the surveillance and control of mosquito-borne diseases in the U.S. and its territories. It's a bi- it's a bipartisan, I'm pretty sure. Everybody's for it. So, All right. Sounds like a good deal, no? Yeah, I mean, it is. It's just we got to get them to pass it. We're trying to live in a better place, and the number one killing animal in the world is still a fucking mosquito. Right. They had us go up there. They want us to talk to them about that. So I'll go back and smack Chuck around, just for you. Thank you. Don't forget to tell him that his old man was an exterminator. Okay. Did you know Abe? I met him once. He's a real like he knew every thing. And you know what? He certainly knew more than me because I wasn't I wasn't in uh, in the game very long. How was uh was it? Did he have a big company? I would say he had like a mid-sized company, maybe twelve to fifteen guys tops. Not a bad business. Was he like involved in the in the associations? Were they well no, known? No, no, not at all. What was his reputation? Nasty. F- all for himself, you know. All about him. You were. Sh- he was. F- the bill for the Smash Act specifically discusses public health emergency due to the incidence or prevalence of a mosquito-borne disease that presents serious public health threat. We're gonna raise the profile of diseases spread by pests, right? Because I think it's something that, you know, that we need to do. It's education, right? You gotta educate these jerk offs and pay them money so that they're willing to be educated and just do what you ask because you give them money, right? Because that's politics. They probably won't believe you anyway. But here's the funny thing. I was talking to a guy, really good guy from Philly, and he's involved with politics there for the pest control association and in philly it is not mandated that a landlord has to remediate and pay for remediation of bed bugs in a multifamily building good no he <laughs> didn't bring the shit in there the tenants brought them in. so here's the thing right did the tenants bring them or did the furniture that came bring them or did somebody that visited them bring them or did a maintenance worker that works there that has them at home bring them or did apartment 7C have them, not remediate them properly, and now you have an outbreak in the building? Why the f*** should I pay for that if I live in that building? What I, why should I pay for it as a landlord? I didn't bring them in. But what about the roaches? As the landlord, did you bring the roaches in? No, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a kind-hearted guy. I'll take care of that. Jerk off. No. And look, also, guess what else it is? What? Good for f***ing business. I, I, I was wondering what took you so long to bring that up. Did you get the picture I sent you that text message with the cigar 
Yeah. Yeah, everybody's upset about it. Really? Yeah, they're like, oh, I don't know if I'd encourage that. I said, encourage what? Do you realize there's no encouraging or discouraging Ed Sheehan? <laughs> you know what? I still got that cigar from yesterday. I took about 10 or 12 puffs. I said, okay, that's enough. I don't want to get go crazy again with this shit. Did you still feel in- some kind of way, like lightheaded or... I think I got an erection. That was about the only thing I remember. All right. Um, I just f***ing throw up in my mouth. <laughs> what? You, what? No, I wasn't lightheaded. I just sniffed the stuff and went, oh, yeah. And then I, you know, I said, you know what? I don't want to be smoking these every day, once in a while. So I put it in an ashtray, and it's still there. All right. Did the kid detail your car? Yeah. Tell the story of why you got the car detailed. What happened to you? Uh, I don't know. What was the story? You're going to Kings Harbor. I was getting the car detailed because why? What You sat in it. You had to leave the windows down. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went out to get something out of the car. And friggin' cigar smile. I'm like, holy shit. You know what happened? Let me tell you what happened. The you... car wasn't moved in a, in a month, over a month. And the windows were rolled up. So after I told you about that, I took the car the next day for a ride with the windows, all the windows rolled down. And then I, wherever I went, I rolled the windows up. Then I came home. I left the windows rolled down for like five or six hours. Was the smell gone? No. But it was like 90% less. I'm going to have to go ahead and call bullshit on that. Okay. Because remember when we got in your car and Donald... Our friend Donald O'Toole was That like, was a bad day. That was Donald a bad day. Donald was like, Eddie, you're going to f***ing kill me. I think I got cancer already. <laughs> that was a bad day. I wanted you to tell you that story because every time we would all get in your car, I certainly would be like, f***, we should just uh, take my car because now I'm going to smell like this. Because your car was bad. The odor is in some of the filters. So you got a lot of the odor out, but you could still smell a slight odor, yes. <laughs> okay. Point proven, uh, Ed Sheehan knows he'd probably admit to it off the air, right? What do you want me to admit to? That your car smelled like sh. No, it didn't smell like shit. It smelled like tobacco. Shitty tobacco. Yeah, that's your opinion. Allegedly. <laughs> I think that. <laughs> so let's get back to a little legislative nonsense, right? Okay. Another bill that, that the industry supports. H.R. 890, which is the reducing EPA duplication to advance pesticide enforcement act, also known as the Red Tape Act. I like how they get these friggin' acronyms. I wonder if when they're making the bill up, if they say, and I guarantee you they do, what's going to be a catchy, you know, the Smash Act, the Red yeah. Tape Act. But the Red Tape Act is so apropos because... So what is, what is- what, I'm gonna explain. The, I'm gonna explain the English translation. I'm gonna that. explain it to you. Hammer, calm down. The Red Tape Act, basically, pesticide use and application, as you know, is already regulated by FIFRA, Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act, right? Yeah. In 2009, one of the courts disregarded congressional intent and added an additional layer of regulation by requiring certain entities to obtain national pollutant. Discharge Elimination Systems, also known as NPDES, um, permits under the Clean Water 
Act. And the goal of the Red Tape Act is it, it would not dilute federal oversight of pesticide usage since we're already regulated under FIFRA. The act simply removes a duplicate and truly unnecessary requirement for us as applicators to request these permits in certain situations. So this is good for us. If we could get them to vote yes on it, yes. I mean, it's good to see that these bills are proposed that aren't crushing us, you know? Yeah, yeah, who are these nice people? This one was introduced by Republican Bob Gibbs out of Ohio. You gotta remember him if he runs for president. I mean, I think we need to look at his whole body of work and not just this one. I'm, I know, I'm just, just being a wise ass. The other thing about requiring this NPDES is that it's duplicate, it's a burden on of our fellow PMPs, and it provides no real additional environmental benefit and it only increases the cost of providing our services. So if they right. get rid of it, it also helps the general public and their larger constituents in the area. There's another one that you'll like too. It's so funny how they work this stuff, right? NPMA is looking for congressional partners. They want to make it so that trained PMPs can inspect, diagnose, and provide an integrated approach to get rid of them, especially in large family dwellings, rather than depending on do-it-yourself efforts by the tenants, right? Good. So they are looking to see who will partner up to help them address these issues. And, you know, in the past, it's always been a matter of bed bugs are not really a public health threat because technically they don't fall under that category. As we've discussed, cockroaches and rodents can transmit way more diseases. So what do you mean when we partner with them? They're still going to be looking for the lowest bid. No, no, no. NPMA is looking to partner with members of Congress to get our own bill. They also gave an industry overview, and I don't know, how many companies do you think there are in the U.S.? Uh, 100,000. No. 20,018. There's 143,705 service technicians, and there's 8.5 billion in annual billing going on in the U.S. How many companies are there? 20,018. You thought I was telling you the year when I said that, didn't you? Yeah. No, it's 20,018 companies. Okay. Then how many guys are doing this stuff and they, they ain't got companies, you know, like they're under the radar? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we all know that. Come on. Why you got to bring up crazy shit for? So here's another one that you'll enjoy that we're trying, to, we're trying to get the politicians to work with us on, right? There's two tax ones. This is HR 216, the Main Street Tax Certainty Act. We're going to get f***ed on this one, I can tell. What is it? So it makes Section 199A deduction permanent, which is a popular deduction for pass-through businesses like S-Corps and sole proprietorships. Oh, okay. It allows small businesses to deduct up to 20% of qualified business income. You know, everybody loves acronyms. It's known as QBI. And it, QBI, or Qualified Business Income, is the net amount of income gain, deduction, and loss relative to the business. After the deduction, the remaining income would be subject to the appropriate individual rate. So you get a 20% buy, is what you're saying. Yes. So if you make 100000 you really only made 80000 I like this. Yeah, I knew you would. So you get the 20% reduction under a maximum individual tax rate of 37%. The effective tax rate for pass-through entities is cut to 29.6%. That's the current state. And 
the Section 199A deduction is only effective at encouraging investment and creating jobs if the businesses are confident that they will have this deduction available in the future. The tax rates are due to start increasing in 2026. Why are they increasing? Because that's how bills are written. You know what I mean? Especially with stuff like this. They're like, ah, we're going to save you all these taxes, but in uh, eight years, we're going to start to whittle it away and come back. The whole goal of this is to make sure they don't do that and they make it a permanent tax tax break. Right, right, right I got it. Okay. And so one of the other points from us is that over 90% of pest management businesses are organized as these pass-throughs and the, the benefits from this would be great and our industry would continue to grow at its rapid pace and much of the new job growth emanates from small businesses and family-owned businesses with five employees or less. And this would greatly help them to buy trucks and whatnot. You know what I mean? Even to pay their guys more. Here's the second tax issue. Bonus depreciation. So the background of this is the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, TCJA, another acronym. I got an acronym for you, FU. You have to use the acronyms because they can't put that many words together quick enough. (laughs) So this was passed by Congress in December of 17, and it made significant progress in improving the cost recovery treatment of business investment by enacting 100% bonus depreciation for short-lived assets. Didn't you work on that? I heard that before, didn't you? Our industry is a capital-intensive industry. So this right. TCJA gives us the ability to immediately deduct capital expenditures, often referred to or called full expensing or bonus depreciation, depreciation which yeah. would significantly reduce the cost of us acquiring trucks and various equipment that we use. Nice. So this provision allows businesses to immediately deduct the full cost, full cost of short-lived investment, similar to... Um, the treatment of other business expenses rather than stretching deductions over many years. The Tax Foundation estimates that making the TCJA bonus provision permanent would result in a 0.9% larger economy, a 2.2% larger private capital stock, a 0.8% higher wages, and 172,300 additional full-time equivalent jobs. I mean, if I was a politician, this seems like a no-brainer, right? Certain politicians would like that. Other politicians would think it was terrible. 172,000 jobs sounds terrible. Terrible, terrible. So we, the, had, we could have had 25,000 jobs in Long Island City. How many politicians said it was terrible? I think everybody in, not everybody, but I haven't really met sensible people that agree with what happened this is jeff white from bedbug central and you're listening to colony confidential thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe and review send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential@gmail.com. at gmail.com